A sandstorm brewed dark and menacing against the Qazali horizon, as Lieutenant Turain and the rest of the Beladarian Colonial Brigade sailed into Al-Wasth, capital city of Qazal, foremost of Beladar's southern colonies. Il-Wasth, city of marble and sandstone, of olives and clay, city of the golden sun and fruits Turain couldn't remember tasting. City of rebellious, uncivilized god worshippers. The city where Terrain was born. At a sudden gust, Terrain pulled her black military coat tighter about her body and hunched small over the railing of the ship as it approached land. Even from this distance, in the early morning dark, she could see a black Baladarian standard flapping above the docks. Its rearing golden horse danced to life sparked by the reflection of the night lanterns. Around her, pale Beladarian-born sailors scrambled across the ship to bring it safely to harbor. Il-Wast, for the first time in some twenty-odd years. It took the air from the lieutenant's chest. Her white-knuckle grip on the rail was only partly due to the nausea that had rocked her on the water. It's beautiful. Isn't it? Thibault, Terrain's second sergeant and best friend, settled against the rail next to her. The wooden rail shifted under his bulk. He spoke quietly, but Terrain could hear the awe and longing in the soft rumble of his voice. Beautiful? Wasn't the first thing Terrain thought as their ship sailed up the mouth of the river Had and gave them a view of El Wast. The city was surprisingly big, surprisingly bright. It was surprisingly civilized. A proper city, not some scattering of tents and sand. Not what she had expected at all, given how Beladarians described the desert colonies. From this angle, it didn't even look like a desert. The docks stretched along the river like a small town, Short buildings nestled alongside what were probably warehouses and workers' tenements. Just beyond them, a massive bridge arced over shadowed farmland with some crop growing in neat rows, connecting the docks to the curve of a crumbling wall that surrounded the city. The mile-long bridge. The Great Bridge was lined with the shadows of palm trees and lit up all along with the fuzzy dots of lanterns. In the morning darkness, you could easily have mistaken the lanterns for stars. She shrugged. It's impressive, I guess. Thibault nudged her shoulder and held his arms out wide to take it all in. You guess? This is your home. We're finally back. You're going to love it. His eyes shone in the reflection of the lanterns guiding the Beladarian ship into Crocodile Harbor. Named for the monstrous lizards that had supposedly lived in the river centuries ago. Home. Terrain frowned. Love it? Bo, we're not on leave. She dug half moons into the soft, weather-worn wood of the railing and grumbled. We have a job to do. Thibault scoffed. To police our own people. The thunk of approaching boots on the deck behind them 
stop Terrain from saying something that would keep Thibault from speaking to her for the rest of the day. Something like, these aren't my people. How could they be? Terrain had barely been toddling in the dust when Belader took her. You two better not be talking about what I think you're talking about, Sergeant Pruitt said, coming up behind them with her arms crossed. Of course not, Terrain said. She and Pruitt let their knuckles brush in the cover of darkness. Good. Because I'd hate to have to throw you bare fuckers overboard. Pruitt. The sensible one to Thibault's impetuousness. The scowl to his smile. The only thing they agreed on was hating Belader for what it had done to them. But unlike Thibault, who was only biding his time before some imaginary revolution, Pruitt was resigned to the conscript's fate and thought it better to keep their heads down and hate Belader in private.